Oh, snap, snap, snap. The world is finally waking up to the crap that's baked into and sprayed on kibble dog food. No longer can commercial pet food manufacturers fool us with pretty pictures and false promises. This is the raw dog food truth. The view and opinions expressed on this podcast are not intended to replace medical advice. Before starting any raw diet, do research, ask lots of questions, and consult your vet. Well, hello, Raw Feeders. I'm Dee Dee Mercer Moffat, CEO of Raw Dog Food and Company. We are pets health is our business, and we're friends like my friend, Dr. Andy. We don't let pet parents feed kibble, do we, Dr. Andy? We do not. We do our best every day. Right, right. You know, that's kind of a weird slogan. We don't let friends don't let friends. We we don't tie your hands up or anything like that. We can't make you stop, but we can get you some information. It's yeah, it's a ground what's the word? Ground movement. Like friends need to talk to their friends. They're not right? gonna hear this from their vets. They, we need to get this out and we need to do it on um this level. That's why we're here. That's right. And listen. You said something very interesting. You're not going to hear it from your vet. I'll tell you what you did hear from your vet for years and years and years. Your dog has dilated cardiomyopathy because you're not giving them grains. And now there's a lawsuit. They're claiming it was a conspiracy. It's awesome. I love it. (laughs) It's like, oh Oh my my God, we're so happy. Well, we are because we we've been fighting for the truth, mm-hmm. right? And well, and and the really, really, really sad part is raw food got clumped into this, and it had no business being anywhere near what was the problem. This whole grain free thing, um, it started out with the boutique ultra processed kibbles, and somehow raw got clumped into it because it didn't have any grains or carbohydrates in it. For a reason. for Yes, for a reason. Um, and I've been saying for years, um, board certified veterinary cardiologists should be embarrassed by buying into this and not doing their own research and knowing their own nutrition and the biology of animals. They should be embarrassed that they got on this bandwagon. You know, I wonder how many pet parents, and I know in my customer base, there were quite a few. Because they, again, again, Dr. Andy, instead of just saying, hey, maybe this other side of the story that we're trying to tell people is valid instead of, oh, you don't know what you're talking about because my vet said, okay? Mm -hmm. But here's my question. How many hundreds or thousands of dollars did you spend as a pet parent getting this diagnosis going to a veterinary cardiologist i know they're not cheap mm-hmm. right and then being put on a substandard food yep. that harms your dog and and people could say well that that's kind of a that's kind of a um harsh uh word to say that that it could harm your dog but you tell me dr andy if it's ultra processed it has all of that crap that it has in it and how many recalls have we seen and i think there's another recall on its way uh from perina and other brands Mm -hmm. there's some major stuff going on um 
I, I don't think that that's harsh. If our business is to keep your pet healthy and we're saying that's not going to make your pet healthy, why should pet parents be upset with us? They need to go back and get their money back from mm-hmm. those vets. Yeah. I even had a raw feeding client. Dog ended up, dog was older, big, big guy. I don't know, 13, 14. And he developed DCM. Um, and the cardiologist, and she showed me the paperwork from the cardiologist in their software. She got a three page report on how she should be feeding grain. It's just an automatic generation in their software. And it just, I'm like, I'm like, you know, none of this is true. And the fact that your dog is now having heart problems at 120 pounds at almost 14, it's probably just because he's almost 14. (laughs) Right. And you have probably staved off the DCM for years by everything you did, raw feeding, supplement wise, everything. You know what she did? She put kibble back in with the raw. And is the dog, is the dog alive? No, the dog passed away. I mean, it was, this was actually a couple summers ago at this point. So yeah, because that's when it was really big. I mean, it really started hitting what 2019 or something. No, I don't know. Um, we seem like we dealt with that for quite a while. And how many conversations did you have with people? So many. Holy moly. And I was like, what does grain have, or what do grains have to do with the heart? Nothing. Nothing. That's the kicker, right? So I'm sure you've gone over this with your listeners, with everybody else, but, um, the lack of taurine was the issue. When the heart doesn't get enough taurine, um, that is an epigenetic uh, component that then maybe your dog will develop DCM depending on the genetics. So um, where does taurine come from, Didi? It comes from dark meat. It comes from organs. It comes from heart. Uh, we always said, look, duck it's an hearts. amino acid from meat. Yes. So in a raw diet... You're, you're probably not going to be low on taurine, no. okay? And if you want to add a real food item that has a high level of taurine in it, add duck hearts. There we go. Now, I will say this, that for a while, we were able to get duck hearts. Duck hearts, we can't get. So try going to your Asian market. But we have other hearts, right? Uh, but all heart. And if you look at the PMRs, that line that we have... All of those have heart in them, mm-hmm. right? So you're like, okay, if you were feeding a species appropriate pure raw diet that got lumped in with all that BS, right? Mm-hmm. If you were feeding a raw diet, that vet or that cardiologist didn't even know enough yes. about what's in a raw diet to advise. Exactly. Th- there's no. I think they should be embarrassed. They because. Well, Amino acids in yes, amino acids are in meat. Like that's just simple, simple biology, nutrition, basic, basic stuff. There is no taurine in grains. <laughs> okay, maybe there's a smidgen, but it's not even bioavailable because it's coming from grains. It needs right. to come from meat products to be even bioavailable in the body. I thought I uh, what you know, and I read sixty two points about that lawsuit uh, last week. 
and there's 304. So I didn't want to keep my listeners on there. And I was, I was, uh, but I had fun with it. I had fun with those first 62 and I'll probably go back and pull out some more. But the thing about it is, is that you really do see. And, And one of the reasons that I read it, Dr. Andy, is because I, I understand why good, honest pet parents cannot fathom, right? How people do evil things because they don't do that. They don't think like that. They don't think like a scammer. And so one of the reasons that I always encourage people to listen to these type of lawsuits or to go listen to the Ozempic Ozempic, um, uh, interview with Tucker Carlson is because it gives you a, a frame of reference on how these industries work. Right. And so you may not be able to make the leap to I love my vet and my vet just, you know, told a story that was not true. Well, it's because your vet. They didn't even just got the information. Yeah, they just bought it. And just like COVID. Yeah, they just bought it and sold it to you and didn't look into it. Didn't even think it through. You got through vet school, you think you'd have this capacity to think through something. Like, how does adding grain help in this? Well, first of all, you're assuming, Dr. Andy, that the vet schools are not taking in the information that has been Mm -hmm. given to them by the sponsors. Yep. Well, on the human side, I listened to a lot of Jack. Cruz, Dr. Jack Cruz, he's a neurosurgeon. And he goes as far as saying that what medical students are learning is about 99% wrong, outdated, not useful. And that's what they're leaving school with. So how much of that does that go to, or how does that correlate to vet school? Probably pretty high. Um, Well, who, who are the sponsors of the medical schools? We know that's big pharma. Okay. It's all the same. <laughs> That's big pharma. Um, and they pass off the crappy nutrition part to the nutritionist. Doctors don't even get any of that. They made that whole new section of nutritionists and they're bought and paid for by big, big food. So yeah. And so that it, the vet schools are probably owned by big pharma. And then there's still big, big food like Hills. I think Hills is in the schools quite a bit. Oh, sure. And, and it's right there. In Dr. Brady's book, it's right there in the lawsuit um, that I was reading. And it talks about how much money they give to the quote unquote researchers, mm-hmm. those people who are in charge of the curriculum. It's not any different than what Anthony Fauci did. Anthony Fauci had a buttload of money and he said, you do what I say and I'll give you the grant. I'll give you the money. I'll give you the sponsorship. So that's not non-biased, folks. No. And it's very frightening that that you would take your pet in and it all rolls down. I mean, think about this, Dr. Andy. If, If you don't understand... Number one, that this is a carnivore in front of you, okay? Like you just put out in your email a great piece on the teeth, right? On the teethers. 
And, you know, that puppies are born without teeth and then they come in and what weeks they do come in. And one of the big things that you um, put in there was if they don't chew and we always tell people they don't chew. So they got a week, every week, somebody, one of my clients, oh, they just don't chew their food. And I'm like, yeah, so they're not designed to. You're like, and they're like, what? (laughs) Really not designed to. They're really you have to give them raw meaty bones. You really yes. do have to give them raw meaty bones to crunch on. So that abrasion, what is it that cleans teeth? It's the abrasion mm-hmm. of a bone. Okay. And a lot of people are very frightened of bones, but I have, you know, through the 75 hard been reading all of, um, Billinghurst book, Brady's book, guys, we really don't see problems choking on bones. Now I wouldn't give your Doby um, those one inch soup bones. No, no. You've right? got to use you, that common sense comes back. Right, 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 right. My little, my, my little Torchy, actually he, he even, he has a pretty big mouth for an 11 pound little dog. So even he would probably get something a little bigger, but yeah, you got a little dog, little bone, big dog, big bone. You got to keep an eye on them. Gotta watch what they're doing. And I will say something. Bones, I don't know what's happening to bones. But what's happening to bones. Well, bones are getting hard to come by. And I don't know what the heck they're doing with them. Um, you know, like in in <laughs> really? uh, yeah. I'm I'm not kidding you. Now, oh. um in Oklahoma, you know, I, I ship raw dog food and, and stuff to my brother, and they were like, We can't find bones anywhere. I'm like, that's weird. That's weird. What are they doing with them? I don't know. I don't know. But, you know, a lot of, a lot, uh, we we start seeing movement in the market, Dr. Andy, a lot. Like, you know, we, we will see these big commercial pet food companies that we know are, are making ultra processed kibble. And they will buy up a lot of the stuff that we use in the raw market. And they'll kind of throw it in there you know, in their ultra processed stuff and use our words. So it makes it look like to pet parents that, you know, it's good stuff. But I also think that a lot of that's getting exported out of the country. Mm. But that's my uh, conspiracy theorist mind. Just like, you know, when I didn't know anything about DCM, but whatever. I'm being facetious. We've talked about my husband as a hunter and everyone's like, oh, you must have all the best bones. I'm like, actually, no, folks. When they shoot a very large animal and they need to truck out stuff, they leave the bones behind. Because they're heavy. They're they're heavy. So we don't actually have a lot of really cool bones here, unfortunately. Yeah. We have all the organ meat and we have all the muscle meat, which then I add chicken feet and duck feet and duck necks to to add the bone content. Right. Those animals must love hunters because they get a lot, the, the people, the hunt, the, but anyway, I think I was saying something that I didn't finish earlier. I don't know what it was. Maybe it's on this whole DCM <laughs> thing. But I don't I don't know what's going to happen with this. It's a 2.6 billion dollar lawsuit. But look, those companies have a lot of money. Yeah. And we were we were talking, we were like, well, it sure is quiet over there on petfoodindustry.com. Is it? And, I don't look uh, as often as you. So. Brian Brian said, "Oh, they just came out with it." And one other thing that they exposed in that um 
that piece that I was reading in the lawsuit, Pet Foodology, Pet Foodology, Dr. Freeman and all these other vets that I named um, that were in this lawsuit as defendants, you know, they were the ones that were over at Pet Foodology stating, oh, we're independent of our research. We're independent of our opinions because we're not beholden. We don't sell dog food, blah, 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 blah. So they exposed that. So all that crap. Yay. Right. But I think it it leaves pet parents. It, it, It explains why we say this, Dr. Andy. Why we are educating pet parents? Because you're not going to get educated vets. Mm-mm. No, no, that's what we're out we're out here for, right? Well, I look at how much education, Doctor Andy, that you go through every year, right? Every how many how many um, I don't know what you want to call them. Uh, uh, you you've gone to Chicago how many times last year? Three times from November 22 to November 23. And each one of those classes was four to five days long. Right. And so you've been, you you didn't just stop and go, you know what? I know enough. (laughs) No, I don't think anybody ever knows enough. I'm going to just keep adjusting the way that I've always adjusted because I know it all. And this works well enough. I'm like, I don't want to just do well enough. I had a client in here. I actually didn't remember her or the dog. It's been years. And she came back in and she was struggling with another chiropractor and struggle and, and so forth. And she's like, you didn't do most of this last time I was in. I'm like, no, I got better. <laughs> right. I learned more. <laughs> I'm doing more things. Yeah. Yeah. And so this is something that I don't necessarily see. I darn sure don't see it in the medical field. And I don't really see it in the veterinary world. But here's the other thing, too. If you have an organization that needs you to come back in so they can re-indoctrinate you, that's dangerous. Well, that's what, well, the vets have CE requirements. I have CE requirements as a chiropractor for people and my certification in the animal chiropractic, I do have to do continuing ed. Um, so are your vets, but if the vets are going to continuing ed, that's sponsored by Hills, <laughs> they are going to be re-indoctrinated, right? They're uh, like, whenever- wait a minute. They're like, I wonder if the CEs are designed around, we know the indoctrination brainwashing wears off after this time, wow. get them back in for the CEs. It's probably possible, right? Right. I mean, I, I, gosh, if people, oh, I want to be a medical doctor. I want to be a veterinarian. I want to do this because I want to be holistic. I'm like, good luck making it through that four years of indoctrination. Because you can't, you can't go holistic until you go indoctrinated. Yes. (laughs) Right. Right. And so are you strong enough to do four years of hardcore indoctrination? I've been indoctrinated to chiropractic chiropractic just doesn't seem to be owned by anybody. <laughs> we have no, some supplement been... companies, but we can't prescribe. So big pharma is not involved. Okay. And our, and big food doesn't really care about us because we've never towed their line. Um, and so we're not really owned by anyone. So, I mean, we're indoctrinated and you'll meet those chiropractors and an adjustment can fix everything. It's not true. Nothing fixes everything. 
Um, but as part of your care for yourself and your animals, it fits in really well in a, in a bigger, you know, you, you get adjusted, you do your acupuncture, you feed raw food. I mean, like it's part of that. Yeah. So yeah. I've been indoctrinated. Of course. I love chiropractic. I'm indoctrinated to the raw diet. Mm-hmm. You indoctrinated know, there, but, but that was know, all self-education. Right. That was trial and, and error. That's, it is. Yeah. Walking a rougher trail. And, you know, I've been reading, I've been reading all of uh, Dr. Ian Billinghurst's book and stuff like that. And some of it, you know, I don't do. I mean, he does a lot of different supplementation and, you know, what you really, what you really understand about uh, Dr. Billinghurst's book is he's like, don't get uptight about anything. Yeah. I think that drives my clients nuts. I don't get uptight about anything. No, you don't. "Ah, My poop's a little loose. Yeah. Give it a day. Oh, what? Oh, I'm like, okay, well, you need to do this and this. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. He has this whole detox program in here. He's like, not Mm -hmm. detox program. He kind of goes through, you don't probably going to start looking like crapola for a while. Right. And maybe they're going to crap a lot for a while. Maybe they're going to do any, any kind of, I think I need to reiterate the detox program because that really frightens people. And they're like, this diet doesn't work. And and then they shut it down and go back. And I'm like, whoa, you were just getting to the good part. You were. Yeah. People. Yeah. Going through hard things for themselves and their animals is, is hard. Like, yeah, you may have some few days. Like if you want to make that transition, you know, we talk, I am stealing this from Neely. You don't, you do breakfast, skip dinner next morning. It's raw food. Maybe you do that on a Friday and you take the day off work and you know, you're going to have a rough weekend. (laughs) You know, we may be going out body a lot more. We may, you know, like plan for these things. You can plan folks and it could be a, a rough transition. It may be an easy peasy transition. Right. But, but you don't know, but maybe plan for it. Well, um, I know we've just got a few more minutes, but here's what I would say to our listeners. If you are mixing in Purina Pro Plan, you want to stop that right now. There's a lot going on with Purina. Um, They're going to try to, um, and and here's what I know. The folks that are speaking out, Dr. Andy, they're getting their tires slashed. They're getting dead animals put on their porch and they're getting death threats. So you guys tell me how serious this is. Who does that? Who does that? Uh, well, the Gambino family, maybe. I don't know. Yes. <laughs> you know, That's I mean, where all it's the like tactics crimi- came from. They right? all came from the mob. <laughs> it's very frightening. And it's serious it stuff, guys. It's serious stuff. I mean, I don't know how I would feel if I started getting death threats, Dr. Andy. That'd be very frightening. Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah. so it's serious stuff. It's big business, but we're in it to help you win it. Okay. This is your tagline. Friends don't let friends feed kibble. And currently that's pro plan right now. (laughs) All the show dogs. Oh, all like the numerous breeders, like beyond, I bet the highest percentage of breeders feed pro plan. Um, I, the big um, show was in Denver a couple weekends ago or whatever it was. Um, and I'm sure there's signs up. It's all pro plan. They all get subsidies. Um, they get a lot of free food from Perina. Um, Perina supports a lot of these confirmation shows and yeah. And, and there's, there's stuff going on people. One of the things, and I'll let you go. One of the things that, uh, Dr. Billinghurst said in his book that caught my 
ear and eyes was he said um, about keeping your dog slender and sleek and not, and he goes, and this will not be accepted by show dogs mm-hmm. or dogs that are in yeah. the arena. They want them fatter. And have he, you seen Labradors that show? The show? Have you seen them? Yeah, no. the show dogs. When oh, the show there, dogs. Yes. Yeah, they look like coffee tables. They have no waist. They're rectangle and they're heavy. I wonder if they had to change the standard because if it's sponsored by Perina and you're feeding Perina, you're going to have a fat dog. Yes. Right? The, 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 yes. And the line is, oh, that gives them a better side gate. I don't know what that means. I think it's a bunch of BS, but that that's what they claim is the reason. We can we can safely assume that every single dog in that arena is inflamed. Mm-hmm. Yep. Every and I have people that have agility dogs and do confirmation, and it's hard to get points in confirmation because they don't look like the confirmation dogs. They're more athletic. They've got a waist. You know, they. But the number one boxer in the nation, because I know the owner of this boxer, he is Rafed. And they don't. They, you know how some some places are like like therapy dogs that can't be raw fed. So in that they can be, they can choose yeah. whatever food yeah. they want. Yeah, it's, I have now the blowback was he's with somebody else being shown, and she's like, I gotta get a cooler, and I gotta. Um, but she's slowly starting to feed her other dogs some raw. They've got it down to a science. They figured it out. Um, they don't feed your food, unfortunately. But the number one boxer is raw fed, and the only way his coat and he was the only way he was actually putting weight on muscle on. Well, I was like, you know what? Um, if you have a dog that's going to compete, I can't believe that you don't have an edge, an edge on the other dogs mm-hmm. by feeding raw period mm-hmm. bar none. I don't get it. Yeah. Disposition, coat, yes. teeth, weight, ease in the ring because they have a functioning brain. Like, absolutely. So yeah. I can tell you that. Um, and they've worked it out and she's slowly feeding some of her other dogs some raw food. So she's like, oh, wow, this is really good. Mm, oh, this worked. Oh, he's number one. Oh, dang it. Ah, oh, shoot. Good. Good on her. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. You want to work with Dr. Andy? Uh, she can help get your dog perfect for the ring. Get that body, right? She could talk to you about food. She can talk to you about supplements, talk to you about all types of things. Look at your dog's body. Doesn't matter where you are because Zoom goes all over the world. Okay. You can find Dr. Andy at animalmagiccare.com, animalmagiccare.com. Get your dog on a species appropriate diet today. They're going to feel better. They're going to look better and they're going to perform better in all aspects of life. Get over to rawdogfoodandcompany.com where your pet's health is our business and we're friends. Don't let friends feed kibble. I'll see you next week, Dr. Andy. Sounds good. Oh, snap. Find out how you can start your dog on the road to health and longevity. Go to rawdogfoodandcompany.com where friends don't let friends feed kibble and where your pet's health is our business. Just snap.